Hi, I'm Patty Jean Robinson. I'm Tracy Elliott. We're from the web series Becky, Becky and Kate, Kate Works in Progress, and you're listening to We Be Geeks. USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a streaming freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome back to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It's Brett, Derek, and Mike. God, I feel like deja vu here. <laughs> yet again. Um, it's pretty much guys' night. Jules is not with us yet again. Uh, it's that Aldi-ish type place she's working at that's keeping her from us. Shame on them. Dang her work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how are you guys doing? We will try this a second time. <laughs> Still doing good. <laughs> doing good. <laughs> Anything new or exciting in the last week since we last talked? I've just been uh, binge watching the uh, first season of uh, Flash on uh, Netflix, and uh, really wish that Barry and Felicity would have stayed together instead of her and Oliver. Yeah, yeah, I kind of liked them together. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't have problems with Elicity or Falafel. Felicity or Elicity is a lot better to say. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's. I don't know about you guys, but between Flash and Arrow, I kind of lean more towards Flash now than I do Arrow. And I mm-hmm. love, and I, I love Arrow. I mean, I love yeah. the character. Yeah. Well, as I've said before, I've never actually watched much of Arrow, so oh, I to, no, oh, wow. I've only seen a couple episodes, but mm-hmm. but I'm definitely more of a fan of the Flash. Mm-hmm. Now, Legends Tomorrow, I enjoyed. Um, I think I'm going to enjoy it more this next season. Yeah. The uh, Justice Society versus Legion of Doom. I yeah. Wish, I'm looking forward bring, to that. I wish they would bring in more of the Legion of Doom characters. I mean, we talked about that yeah. a little bit last week. So, yep. um, But they're pretty much sticking with the villains from the Flareoverse, as they're calling it now. Yeah, already established. Yep. Yeah. Which, if that's the case, where's Grodd? Mm. Need to bring yeah, Grodd in. Definitely. That, that's that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Or where's Killer Shark? Or King Shark, yeah. Or King Shark, yeah. I think that, that was the same re- same reason they didn't have him. It's too much money to do the effects all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, it showed that the effects suffered a little bit, King Shark. That was the yeah. only downfall I saw with, with Flash. But yeah. But everything else, it's like, really, you're going to cheat a little bit on that? Yeah. So, um, well, just a reminder. We are running a contest. You have until August 9th. That's next next Tuesday. Yes. Next Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday the 9th to get the answers to the following four questions to us at WeBeGeeks at WeBeeks.net. The first question is, in episode 179, Mike talks about the idea of WeBeGeeks creating a theme for a comic bento box. What book slash character did he mention first? And all I will say is this might become a little bit more of a reality sooner than we thought. <laughs> we were talking a little bit before show. Um, from episode 180, we talked about Tara Strong and how she fooled folks at San Diego Comic-Con with her cosplay. Who does she cosplay as? And then from Nerdspan, uh, the questions they gave us. Who are the four artists who drew the panels used for the upcoming Wonder Woman stamps? And what is Super Pro KO about? And according to the reviewer, who is the real star of the book? Hmm. Not too hard. Nerdspan does have a search window, you know, search option. You can type in Wonder Woman stamps. You can type in Superpower KO, and you can get your answers. For Weeby Geeks, if you're already listening to the show, you know how to find it. Just listen to the show. Some great prizes. Headphones like what we wear. And we're not wearing cheap, you know, Walmart-style headphones. These are from CAD Audio. They're the MH510s. Um, suggested retails about $100. And you're going, well, Beats cost more, so they must be better. Well, no. CAD is making quality headphones, quality studio headphones, at an m- affordable price for you. But yeah, and I can right- attest to the uh, Beats being pieces of junk. I had them for like a month and the um, leather was already coming off of the, the one of the headphones. Really? Yeah. Reality. Beats cost 14 bucks to make. Mm. And they sell for tell. minimum 150 bucks. Mm. 
So, yeah, we've all been using them here on Weeby Geeks for almost a year. A little over a year, actually. Or no, almost yeah. a year. Yeah. And I love mine. I will yeah. take, I will take mine anywhere. I go on a plane, they're going with me. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm going to fly, I'm wearing these. I will wear these over my earbuds. And I, and I have some high-end, you know, being an audio engineer, I got some, some high-end earbuds. I'm going to wear these over that. Uh, also, too, we're giving away a USB microphone. Again, suggested retail is about 99 bucks. Uh, it's the Zoe mic, again, from Cat Audio. Great little, it's, it's a small condenser mic that's got, um, you can plug a pair of headphones into it. Like, maybe the headphones you win with the mic. Mm. You can plug that into it and listen to the microphone and listen to everything through the microphone to your headset. And it's got volume control there and a mute switch for the mic. So, um, if you're going to podcast, it'd be a great mic for podcasting. If you just want it for Skype or gaming, it'd be great for that, too. If you do a lot of desktop PC gaming. so Or if you're out on the cons, want to do an interview, you can take it with you. If you're using like a Microsoft Surface or a tablet that's got a USB port, it'd be a great mic to use for that as well. So, um, it's absolutely worth it. So, hit us up. You got a week to get your answers to us. So, please, please, please get your answers to us. Um, if you want to find the questions again, uh, at the moment, go to NerdSan. Actually, go to our Facebook page, WeBeGeeksPC uh, we on Facebook. The questions are there. Um, we're, we're doing some server maintenance at the moment, and uh, some of the stuff has disappeared, but we're recovering it. Uh, so it should be back, hopefully, by the end of the week. So, um, But check out the Facebook page. Find the, find the questions there. It's pinned to the top. You can't miss it. Um, so Suicide Squad opens this weekend. I'm excited. <laughs> I personally am excited. I, I'm looking forward to Suicide Squad. I was looking forward to it. <laughs> well, according to the Hollywood Reporter, um, they they have an article titled "Suicide Squad's Secret Drama: Rush Production, Competing Cuts, High Anxiety." Um, so apparently there's been several different, there's been arguments between how the movie should be cut, how it should be, and how the final copy should look, especially after Deadpool. We know they went back and did a lot of reshoots for that after Deadpool came out. Um, oh, yeah. Which were they were saying weren't because of Deadpool, but of course they were because of Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, they were because of Deadpool. Um, they, I think they did rush production a little bit. Um, tracking indicates that the film could open to more than a hundred and forty million dollars domestic. Do you think the fun? Do you think the weekend takes gonna be plus or minus? Hmm. I, th- I still think it's gonna be. Uh, I still think it's gonna do well. I don't know what else is coming out this weekend. Do you guys? Oh, yeah. Is anything that it's competing against? I don't know. Um. And apparently it will hand the studio its first unequivocal mega hit since American Sniper's 547.4 million back in December of 2014. Um, Batman Heart Superman gro- uh, was grossing 873 million worldwide but failed to impress audiences or reach the hoped 1, 1 billion mark. Um, Warner still urgently needs to jumpstart its critical DC Comics universe, raising the stakes for Suicide Squad, which cost at least $175 million to make. So, figure if we add in promotions on top of that, we're talking at least $250 million before it could break even. Mm-hmm. Um, yet, uh, this is still coming from the article, uh, yet, if this villain team-up ultimately works, and it has, drawn, it has already drawn some early reviews that have not been favorable, uh, it will, in spite of the, it will be in spite of the kind of behind-the-scenes drama that has led, that has been becoming typical for giant, franch, for giant franchise movies that are now main focus in the studio business. Uh, a production-scheduled engineer to meet an ambitious release date, a director, David Ayer, untested in making tentpole movies, and studio executives brimming with anxiety who are ready to intercede forcefully and attempt to make, as they attempt to protect a brand asset. Um, Often, efforts to fix perceived problems ratchet up costs, which drive drive the anxiety even higher. Uh, Prime example... Fox's fantastic flop. Ugh. Uh, the intervention was so aggressive that it became unclear what, what it means to the director. In each such case, studios are careful to stress that the credited director is on scene and in charge, which is essential to avoid DGA issues. A wise director plays along. 
Well, I don't this think Ayers is not is, sounding uh, good. Ayers isn't like a small time no. um, director. I don't think. I think he's had some some movies. Well, the the movie they they associate with him was Fury. Mm-hmm. It was all right. I mean, it was the tank movie. And he had a Training Day as well, which was uh, pretty big. Training Day was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. 2001, wow. Yeah, wow. Um, he uh, collaborated on screenplay for Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um, the screenplay for SWAT. Uh, to make. <laughs> I didn't mind <laughs> Kind SWAT. of pop after that. SWAT's a, yeah. pl- SWAT's a guilty pleasure movie. I don't think I saw it. Especially when you have, uh, when after they all become, the, the new recruits become SWAT agents, uh, LL Cool J lifts his shirt up and starts singing the, the SWAT theme. Like, uh, <laughs> campy, cheesy, you had to get it in there somewhere, didn't you? <laughs> um, no, I I enjoyed it. it. It was an interesting twist. It was a twist. I if I really was paying attention the first time I saw it, I would have caught. But it was an interesting twist. Um, so yeah, the, the question now is: Will the film deliver for an industry thirsty for an industry thirsty for something anything that will work in the summer? Um, or you know, though reviews suggest that competing visions for the movie may have taken a toll. Uh, one Hollywood Reporter critic calls the film buzzingly, buzzingly confused. Um, I have learned long ago there's not always a connection between reviews and box office and financial success. At the same time, it's imperative for Warners to build DC movie fans, uh, DC movies fans love like they do with the Marvel picks. Well, I think uh, the Batman Heart Superman proved that the there's a lot of DC fans who will love the movie no matter what it is. Yeah, but I I think the issue is, and it's something that we talked about last week. Jeff Johns is now pretty much the helm of the ship. Right. Yeah, but this was already done before he. Uh, yeah. Right. Got that. And I think it's because of their fears on this and what mm-hmm. happened with Batman Heart Superman, the flop of justice. Right. That um, that he ended up in the role that he is now in, pretty much mm. being head of entertainment and head of DC, DC Comics. Um, with what he's done with Rebirth and helping steer that ship, which what, took him about a year to get to that point after he was named, because mm-hmm. um, he, he had to get everything. Because they, I know he had to have started that at least six months ago after they got all the, the scripts and everything through everything that they've done. Um, and I'm sure Convergence didn't help any last year either. Oh, that was so worthless. Yeah, uh, um, completely. Now, since they've done Rebirth, are they still doing the September October property-wide event, or they scrapped it altogether because of Rebirth? I don't know. From the article that I read, um, it appears that with, uh, with the way that Rebirth is going, um, they're spreading out the, the release dates of their comics, so they don't inundate everybody with, uh, this, with so many comics at the same time. Yeah, isn't Rebirth going on till at least, like, November yeah, or it's something? Gonna be, yeah, it's going to be spread out, so they're taking their time with this, so it could be that, that it's been canceled. Which is, is a good idea. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Think Not so like too. Marvel where you release like a million books and see what sticks. Yeah, well, they've got the Marvel Now about to, to happen and all that is just new jumping on point. Which I thought yeah. we were already in Marvel Now. <laughs> I don't understand no, what happened. Everything, <laughs> they do it, it's been, well, Secret Wars is almost over, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Secret Wars is over. It's, it's been about, Four, yeah. it's, it's been almost a year since Secret Wars. Yeah. So, and, and last time they had something major like this uh, with Marvel Now, there was a huge, uh, well, it happened right after uh, Original Sin. No, it happened before Original Sin. Uh, it happened, no, it was right after Original Sins when they did the Marvel Marvel Now. And of course, this looks like this is going to happen right after Civil War. Yep. Yeah, where the young, looks like it's going to be the young characters versus the old characters. <laughs> yep. In a lot of ways, yeah. And this is so many repeating the same old gimmicks. So I wonder uh, DC's been kicking their butt with the rebirth. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me right now, the big things I'm pulling from Marvel is uh, Star Wars. I'm pulling uh, Cap, Stephen Rogers, and I'm pulling mm-hmm. uh, Gwynpool. So th- those are those are my my draws there. Um, Howard. By the time I really got a chance to look at an issue, I'm going to pick up issue nine because of the uh, Back to the Fu- uh, What's her name from Leah Thompson. Oh yeah, that's the Leah Thompson issue, and I want to pick up that individual issue. Um, but with Howard, I-, I will be picking up the trade paperbacks for sure. 
Um, See, I'm, I'm reading more Marvel than DC right now. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. D- DC, the only thing I have picked up, well, I picked up the Rebirth number one, the actual crossover event. Mm-hmm. And then they're saying, oh, you need to go pick up two issues of Superman prior to. And I'm like, yeah, forget that. I know he died. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Harley Quinn, I'll probably check out because I could, I could start on that early. Is that so Palmi- Palmiati and Connor or yes. is that somebody else? Yes. No, okay. as long as Palmiati and Connor on it, I'll pick it up. Yeah, that that's worth picking up for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm uh, I'm still debating whether I'm going to get Titans or uh, or is it Teen Titans is the other one? Yeah, they haven't even they're still finishing up uh, the the storyline before their current storyline in Teen Titans. They haven't even done Rebirth for them yet. The question will be how much staying power do they does do all these new books have? Mm-hmm. See, I I don't see what the appeal. I don't see how they can handle doing Teen Titans and Titans unless Titans <clears throat> um, is more geared towards those of us who who had that team in the eighties. Mm-hmm. You know, through what the, is what, the originals? <laughs> what the what the originals was from the from the sixties seventies, which was Aqualad, yeah. Aqualad yeah. Speedy. Uh, Robin, Kid Flash, and and uh, Lilith and Wonder Girl. And Wonder Girl. Lilith, isn't it? And Wonder Girl. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, created for the series that got added to it was Cyborg and Raven. And Starfire. And Starfire. Mm-hmm. And Beast Boy was added from Doom Patrol that was going away. Yeah. I think uh, the... I'm not sure where Starfire is going to show up. I haven't seen her in any of the, the books yet. I don't know if she's going to be in the Titans or, or what. There was... She was... I could have sworn I read that she was going to be in something. Yeah, I'm not sure which book she's going to be in. Let's see, Cyborg's gone. It might be the, Titans. Cyborg's gone to Justice League. Yeah. yeah. Which makes it real easy for me now when I go see Perez and I pay for, for a head sketch. It's Raven. <laughs> she's the only one still with the Titans. I actually got Huntress from when he was doing the, the Brave and the Bold with yeah. uh, her and Power Girl. Oh, yeah. 52. Uh, that was World's Finest. Oh, World's Finest, yeah. It was one of those two. So, yeah, he did the hunt. He did the Huntress stories. Yeah. Well, Superman's been really strong uh, yeah. too with uh, with his son. I'm really liking liking that. And I think it's is it Rucka that's writing that. One of those guys. One of the big writers is writing that. Well, if you want to catch more DC news besides what we talk about on the show, and um, check out DC Superpowers podcast. Uh, which is the show that Ken and, and Vernon do. Um, Ken from GeekWatch1, uh, he runs that show for us on the Weeby Geeks Network. Uh, they're part of our family and the GeekWatch1 family as well. Um, and Marvel, check out Mighty Marvel Geeks for a lot of Marvel stuff over there uh, with Kyle and Eric and myself. Uh, but, um, so with everything going on with all these reviews coming out on Suicide Squad, can you believe there are petitions <laughs> with over 17,000 signatures for from angry DC fans that want Rotten Tomatoes shot uh, shut down. So dumb. It's so ridiculous. It's like, you didn't see Fox doing this with right. Fantastic Flop. Well, okay, there was no justification there. <laughs> why Why didn't we see this with Batman Heart Superman? I, I guess they thought that... I, I think they were kind of blindsided by that, by the Batman vs. Superman, because I think it was kind of surprising that, that the reviews were so bad before it came out, Well, where I think everybody was thinking that uh, Suicide Squad it was gonna be was gonna be good, but now they're saying that it's bad with the reviews. Wow. Um, so yeah, I, I love the opening paragraph for this for this article from Screen Crush. We've seen this before, not even that long ago. Disgruntled DC fans railing against critics for negative reviews of a new film before it even hits the theaters. Before those fans have even seen the film for themselves, it happened with Batman Ver- Heart Superman, and it's happening again to the Suicide Squad. Uh, as fans take to social media to bash critics for what they perceive to be unfair reviews based on personal bias against superhero films or DC movies specifically. But this time, they have a petition and a misguided plan to solve this crisis in the film community. <laughs> Maybe they should spend less time doing petitions and more time actually seeing the movies that they, if they want them to stay, want them to succeed, go see them. Yep. Yeah. Do they really think that they're going to be able to shut down Rotten Tomatoes seriously? 
right? Uh, I mean, well, here, here's the I'm, mission. Here's the mission statement. We need this site to be shut down because its critics always give the DC extended universe movies unjust bad reviews, like Superman, like Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice 2016, and Suicide Squad 2016, and that affects. They see Batman versus Superman, <laughs> and that affects yeah. people's opinion, even if it's a, a really great movie, even if it's really great movies. So people can get their review other places. Yeah. Right. And, tomatoes. And, and, it, and it's kind of shooting the messenger because they don't even, yeah. it says in the article that they don't even do their own reviews. They just take all the reviews and put it on their site. And exactly. Have, uh, yeah. Algorithm that separates or gives them the points or whatever. Yep. <laughs> I mean, all, yeah, all they do is just go out and collect. I mean, if we take a look at, like, Green Lantern, critics gave it a 26%, yet the fans gave it 45%. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? If you have an issue with the way they do the reviews, there is the the audience reviews. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, they could care less what the critics say. They want to know what the audience has to say. So they look at yeah. that side of things instead of... Instead yeah, but of, it's the old adage that uh, people only write to complain. They won't actually write in to say anything nice about anything yeah <laughs> so that's that's the problem that people just post negative stuff because that's the way that human nature is unfortunately yep unfortunately so i'm trying to see because uh, they've got upcoming of course being slow uh all right tomatoes yeah um man there's a lot of stuff coming out on the 12th they don't have i love where the i love where the fans have started the the uh, petition on change.org yeah it's I like know, a right? political political <laughs> so, issues so open up <laughs> Opening this week, Suicide Squad, Nine Lives, which has no which has no Rotten Tomato rating. The Little Prince, ninety five percent. Little Men, which is ninety seven percent. Sun Choke. Amateur Night, The Mind's Eye, Bazodi, Apparition Hill, and Richard Linklater, uh, Dream is a Destiny. Is Jason Bourne already out? Yeah, it came out last yeah. week. Oh man, I gotta go see that. I know, right? Jane Bourne, 57% critics, 65% audience. Hmm. That was sweet, I love the trailer. I know. I don't like the Jeremy Renner ones, but I like the Matt Damon ones. I didn't see the Jeremy Renner ones. <clears throat> it wasn't wasn't great. There's only yeah, one. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's why I haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, to me, I think this is silly that they're doing this. I mean, I'd totally. rather, if anything, what is the point? <laughs> they're trying to they're trying to save DC's reputation. It's like, no, you want to save DC's reputation? One, get rid, of, do a petition, get rid of Zack Snyder. Oh, yep. yeah, already taken care of. Petition Warner Brothers brothers to actually make decent DC movies. Yeah. Mm, that's coming too, because as we've talked about, Jeff Johns is now at the helm. Right. So, I mean, let, let, let's see where we go. Yeah. What? So, what is the next What is the next DC movie going to be then? Justice League. Is it? No. It's, it's just, Wonder it is Woman. Justice League. Wonder right? Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Wonder yeah, Wonder that's what I thought. It was Wonder Woman. And that actually w- looks pretty good so far. But that's what we've said about Elf. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so for for my, for my daughter's sake, it better be good. So it yeah, doesn't that, sound that's like her favorite. It doesn't sound like Suicide Squad's going to be the movie to save them. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, Wonder Woman will be. Suicide Squad could be the one to not save, but give that glimmer of hope that it, that there is potential. Yeah, at least get them going in the right direction. Yeah, possibly. So now, I mean, now, now I'm very curious to see to see this movie to see how it actually is. Right. I, it's it's been on the list of it's definitely something I want to see this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, without a doubt, this is this is this has been on the the watch list. I mean, it was pretty much this, and it was pretty much uh, Civil War. Yeah. So, as if my expectations for summer movies were were that high because now the next thing the next big thing I really want to see in the theater is Rogue One gotta wait till December yeah, uh, yeah. the next one for me is gonna be Doctor Strange and then Rogue One yeah, when's Doctor Strange coming Strange out? Strange November Strange. yeah in November that's right, yep. that's right. oh that's gonna that. be sweet okay, I can't so wait I got, to see so I, got I love Doctor Strange I'm not a big fan of him because oh, of I <clears throat> Illuminati <laughs> <laughs> see I didn't mind the Illuminati uh, I didn't either uh, I didn't like I, the new whatever Illuminati that they tried to pass off as the Illuminati um, and that new comic that they released. Oh, with the villains? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that one was bad. I, I, tr- oh, I tried what? I tried getting into New Avengers, and I'm like... I love New Avengers. Uh, I can't. I don't well, like that well, one. I like the all-new, all-different ones. Probably my favorite. Before, well, before are you Secret talking about War, the, the current New pre- Avengers or the old ones? I'm talking pre-Secret Wars, the New Avengers title. Yeah, I like, I like that. them. Yeah. I used to love that one. To me, it was too much Illuminati. It, it had too that much Illuminati film. Uh, I'm not sure. I know you wrote at least some of them. But then again, that's when there was, what, like six or seven Avengers titles out as well. Yeah. Avengers Arena, su- Avengers oh, Underground. Yeah. Young Avengers. Young Avengers. New Avengers. Baby Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Uncanny. Avengers a, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Uncanny the, Avengers. Uh, um, Uncanny and just the regular. I picked up regular and Uncanny. I loved Uncanny. Yeah. That was my favorite of the two. That's why I think it's a smart move by DC to slow down the, the release dates and kind of spread it out instead of inundating everybody yeah, that's yeah, a good move. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they put they put out their big guns first. Well, yeah. didn't, didn't they also like narrow down some of the books? Like in the Batman family, you had nine titles. Yeah, they, they've, they've, tapered, gonna... they've tapered that down, or they're going back to not, like nine different titles. In the yeah, I think it's just Batman and Batman and Detective. I think are the only Batman titles. Yeah, but next month, or is it this month? All Star Batman comes out. Oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm saying you had Batman, you had uh, Detective, you had. Um, Batman Incorporated. Yeah, Robin, mm-hmm. Batgirl, Batwoman. Um, Red, yeah, Robin. Red Robin, Red Hood. There's like one other I'm missing. So, I mean, yeah, it's much. I guess you could throw Harley in there as well. Um, That's what I'm loving about uh, Detective. They've got all the sidekicks working in there with uh, yeah, that one's Batwoman really good. back. It's been yeah, good. I really like that mm-hmm. that title. Yeah, I need I'm to glad go. they went back to the old numbering system too. Yeah. Okay. So they get like issue 900 and something. No, I think they're up to nine. But I think they just put out 937. That's amazing. I know. I love that. Yeah. So are all the books doing this? Going back to the No, just, just detective and action comics. Yeah. Okay. So what happens when they hit 999? Is it going to roll over back to zero or? <laughs> Don't know yet. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, that's still 60, over 60 issues away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Like five years. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. They might. They might. Right. So let's cross over to some uh, TV side of things because I think we beat the movie stuff to death what's coming mm-hmm. out and the big controversy unless there's something else shield there is gonna do shield or supergirl first uh we could do shield okay shield with the announcement of the new director of shield for agents of shield okay before saying who it is were you guys shocked yeah I have no idea who yeah that is. <laughs> yeah I was pretty surprised um yeah because we all we all had our thoughts on who it would be um and we pretty much all had uh Somebody already established characters in mind. Right. Uh, Mike, I know you were pulling for uh, Sharon Carter. I was. Uh, I, I, I wanted to see, I would like to have seen May uh, be the director. Uh, I thought Maria Hill, Hill made sense since she's Maria uh, Hill, yeah. yeah. But no, they went in an entirely di- different direction. And they, they, are, they hired actor Jason O'Mara who has been cast as the as-yet-unnamed director of S.H.I.E.L.D., according to Jeff Loeb, the head of television at Marvel. <laughs> That's so funny. He was, he's the big DC guy, and all of a sudden he's doing all the, yeah. the Marvel stuff. Yeah. That's what happens when you cross-pollinate. <laughs> yes. So I'm not that familiar with this actor. Are either of you guys? Seems like he does a lot of... I'm looking at his uh, IMDb right now, and looks like he's done a lot of voice acting. Ah, interesting. He's uh, done uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman uh, for Justice League Dark, uh, Justice League vs. Teen Titans, Batman, Bad Blood, Batman vs. Robin, and Justice League Throne of Atlantis. So I wonder if he's going to be, like, just the voice behind the curtain kind of director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually showed a picture of him, so... Yeah, that's true. Well, hello, agents. This is Charlie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's have a phone sitting in the middle of the table. <laughs> it's an iPhone on speaker mode. Yeah. <laughs> with, 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 a, with a speaker attached to it. Oh, it looks like he was on Vegas TV series. Yeah, so he's done some actual act, physical acting. Yeah. yeah, he has a cool voice. If I remember that, I think I like that. I didn't mind his. Uh, he was no Kevin Conroy as Batman and Bruce, but he was pretty good. Oh uh, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to beat Kevin Conroy. Yeah, I'm going to digress or derail us briefly. Have y'all seen Killing Joke yet? Not yet. No. Oh, okay. Have you? Yes. Good or bad? Um, the, <laughs> the killing joke part of it is dead on. It's almost dead on. The first half 
which was like the first half hour. I mean, it moves quick. Um, it's unnecessary. Yeah, I, I didn't see it why they had to do it. Mm. And in the scene that everyone gets upset with, what you see in the in the leaked video is what you see in the movie. There there's nothing there's nothing more. Mm. Yeah, you, know, you see you see Barbara rip her top you know, mask off, rip her top off, you see her in her bra and that's it. Mm. And then and then she you know, you don't see anything different with Batman except her on top kissing. And that's as far as it goes. And that moves on. So it's implied that yeah, because she turns around the next frame. You know, it's just sex. It didn't mean anything. Okay, so it didn't mean anything. Mm. It, it, it's did it help set up the beginning of Killing Joke? Ye- yes and no. It, but I think where where they took um, the story to begin with was a different. Um, oh, what should I call it? There was a different reason for the tension between Bar or the the guilt Batman has with Barbara getting shot, and it's not because they had the one time affair. It was because she was he he looked at her as a student and a protector and, and was protecting her with you know like yeah. he did with Robin that's what the deal right. was so, and that was his best friend's daughter yeah so you don't need that added part in you really um, don't it was already it was already established already you you knew what the relationship was right and they went and they went and changed it for mm. for the show mm. that's disappointing um, but it's still but, worth, it's still worth watching yeah it's something you can get over right yeah, yeah. I, was, I still gotta see the Teen Titans versus Justice League one. I still need to watch that one. Yeah, I've heard that one wasn't that good. Uh, oh, and going back to the uh, new director of Agents yes, of Shield. Sorry, sorry, I derailed us. <laughs> Here's something you'll appreciate, Mike. It says here in this article that it is entirely possible that this new guy could be a descendant of one of the commandos uh, from um, the Howling Commandos, I should say. That would be cool. <laughs> It sure brought a trip back. Yeah. So back maybe character. maybe maybe you'll get to see some more Howling Commandos. Yeah. Uh, I want I want the show. I really do. Netflix original idea period piece. Mm-hmm. Give us a period piece. You do it with mysteries. Give it to us with superheroes. But then again, I would love for them to potentially do the same thing on the on the uh, DC side of things as well. Give us a period piece with uh, Justice Society of America. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Or Sergeant Rock. Mm. Something like that. So, yeah, there's tons of uh, comics that would make uh, great period pieces. Netflix would uh, treat them well. I think so. It, it, it needs to happen. It, it just needs to happen. Uh, like I said, mm-hmm. Howling Commandos, uh, Sergeant Rock. Um, I mean, I, I'd love to see like a uh, an original Nick Fury show, like from when yeah. he was before he was director of Shield. Like mm-hmm. from this, like this. Well, even even the Strenko era. Yeah, Nick Fury, Agent of Shield would be would be awesome to have. Yeah, that would mm-hmm. be so. Um, um, well, here's hoping. We we know they have shot down Agent Carter, so mm. that's pretty much the end of that. I still want to show that that shows them going from SSR to Shield, which I thought we were going to get. Oh yeah, with Agent Carter, but mm. so much for each season being a different year. They just went picked up a month or two later. <laughs> so yay. Yeah, I think part of that one was getting canceled was my fault because I never watched it. No, it's not your fault. Uh, <laughs> it, it might have been your fault for Supergirl. But I watched it. it. <laughs> but it's your fault on why it's now over on CW, too. So Yes. Hey, well, we, we called, uh, I think, that. We, saw, we heard it was getting canceled. Yeah. Yeah, actually, to go. yeah. So people do listen to us. Yes. Yeah. That's our story, and we're sticking to it. Yeah. Yes. We don't want to brag, but we're kind of a big deal. <laughs> we're a big deal in our own heads. <laughs> I'm not even a big deal there. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're such a so, big, we're such a big deal. It will test your head and your mind and your brain. <laughs> so remember that. So we can go from uh, more from Agents of Shield to a DV, DC show with a Supergirl uh, moving, as we said, to CW, and they're kind of wondering where what place she'll have within the network, along with Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and uh, now Supergirl. Um, looks like uh, Comic Con uh, Mark Guggenheim, the writer and co-creator of Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow, um, revealed how she'll fit in. Um, looks like it's going to be an external threat from outside the shows. Uh, that will involve Supergirl coming over to the Flash, then Arrow, then Legends of Tomorrow. So there's your big four-part crossover series. So That's it's cool. Be, so it's going to be after Flashpoint's done, then. Yeah, yeah, it would have to be, wouldn't it? 
But it's, um, is it going to be because of Flashpoint, as a result of Flashpoint? Maybe. Well, the, both, uh, confirmed by both shows' creators that Supergirl will still be in a separate universe. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed about that. Yeah. Yeah. When all, when all the shows return. Um, so we're trying to find out how she's going to end up there and um, what outside threat is going to get her over there. Um, they've got a few theories here. Um, it's a safe, like we were talking, a safe bet that Flashpoint will greatly affect Supergirl's universe. Um, it's a fan favorite theory that Barry will screw with the timeline so much that he causes his Earth to vibrate at the same frequency as Kara's, an idea that was hinted at during the Supergirl-Flash crossover, which causes the two others to coexist. So that would be a, um, an idea. Cool. Um, then there's something to do with the White Martians um, coming to Earth. Um, says the White Martians will definitely play into Supergirl Season 2 in a big way, and I won't be, don't be surprised to see them become the external threat that Google Tees. Hmm. And then there's one more. Um, here's here's a question. What about um, Red Tornado coming back and being one of these characters that could go across different verses or different shows as well? Yeah. I think yeah, and then there's a uh, last one with the Justice uh, Society of America. Um, uh, the the Justice League um, and the Justice League animated series, the League was formed after a Martian invasion almost devastated Earth, which uh, right, with this crossover right. bringing Supergirl, Flash, and Green Arrow together. And uh, it's safe to s- assume that the three of them could become the Trinity that creates the Justice Society of America. Hmm. Uh, that would be sweet. That would be interesting. Be. Yeah. I they would have Flash, Green Arrow, uh, Martian Manhunter, Red Turner, and maybe even Superman. Yeah, since Superman's going to be in the series now, off and on. Right. I hope they don't do too much, because I think that would really take away from yeah from her. And if he has to come in and save the day every time. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think she should be able to stand on her own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she should only make a, an occasional appearance. Yeah. Or, better yet, they could have her go help him help Superman with something. So she comes in to save Superman instead of vice versa. That would be fine. I still want to see a Green Lantern show up. I wouldn't mind seeing Hal Jordan show up. Yeah, I would love that. One of these. Yep. So I still want to see Booster Gold. Yeah, they they've hinted at him, and I think um on one of the short on one of the shows they had a uh, Court Industries. Yeah, oh yeah, so, uh, like trucks and stuff like that, so you could see Blue Beetle. Yeah, yep. yep. Well, I'm gonna change it up slightly. Gen Con is this weekend. I know Brett's going. Um, Valiant Entertainment, along with Catalyst Game Labs, announced the release of the Valiant Universe deck building game. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you might have to stop by the booth and check it out. Yeah. Uh, we're incredibly excited to have gamers and fans take control of the critically acclaimed characters of the Valiant Universe, said Russell A. Brown, Valiant's president of consumer products, promotions, and ad sales. Where's our copies, then? <laughs> um, I mean, we, we've praised Valiant a lot of times. Brett will be picking them up at Gen Con. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're incredibly happy to be continuing our partnership with Catalyst Game Labs and be creating another immersive game experience with exciting features, innovative gameplay mechanics, and finely sculpted figurines that are collectibles in their own right. Uh, the level of quality that Catalyst has put into the the game is astounding and ensures that fans, new and old, will get superb a superb gaming experience set in the Valiant universe. So are these like hero clicks or are these cards or what are they? Um, I'm not sure. Because uh, they were talking about figurines there, but I thought you mentioned cards at first. Uh, well, there's cards. Uh, this is from Nerdspan's website, our partners okay. in crime. Uh, there, there's the cards. The figurines don't have the hero click. They're not painted. <laughs> so I, I don't know how this actual play. Official game description. Um, yeah, game description not really showing much on here. It's just giving details, but not actually. Um, Valiant fans and comic collectors may already be sold on the quality of collectible miniatures, but discriminating tabletop game connoisseurs will be waiting for the first impressions of Gen Con players to determine the quality of the game's play. There may be a reason for tabletop gamers to be optimistic, because while Catalyst is best known for having the license for Battletech and Shadowrun, they have also earned rewards for their other tabletop games, most notably the D20 
Duke, which was a Mensa Select winner and Dice Tower Gaming Award nominee. Also, Valiant and Catalyst are confidently, confidently marketing the game at the premier destination for tabletop game debuts. If you're curious as to the reception of this game as I am, uh, the writer of the article, you can bookmark the game page on BoardGameGeek.com, which has one rating, and that's a 10. Hmm. So, yeah, I'd be curious to see how this comes out. You'll have to report back to us next week. Yeah, looking ex- looking forward to it. So I like uh, the hero clicks with the uh, DC and Marvel up, but I don't. Yeah. yeah, I used to play that all the time. I don't think I think I've only like played it once, but I love collecting the figures. Yeah. Pretty fun. Yeah. I haven't played in a long time, though. I saw they had a whole, uh, they had a Teen Titans set at one of the stores that I went to. Yeah, they do some cool They're special like... sets sometimes. Yeah. They had, uh, they had a Galactus once that was huge. Mm-hmm. A Sentinel. Some yeah, my cool cousin stuff. has a Sentinel. Things huge. I had, um, I had one that was, it was Sinestro, and he had, and it was a little Sinestro figure in the middle of a construct that he made of, like. Yeah, I just got that one, too. Yeah, Man. that one's cool. <laughs> that one was awesome. They did a they did an indie line for a little while too, mm-hmm. like Image and other stuff. Hero yeah. clicks. Star Wars had something similar. I know they have a, a Starship miniature game now, yeah, which I'd love uh, to try. Star Wars X Wing, I think is what that one's called. They, they yeah, had one that I was a figure so. game as well. Oh yeah, they did. I had some of those. That's right. Yeah, I don't know if there's. I don't know if they still do it though or not. I haven't seen anything on it in a while. I played the card game back in the day. Oh, yeah. I used to play that. I had a ton of cards. <laughs> I was thinking, man, those card games, they can be uh, money pits. Oh, yeah. Especially if you try and get the rare ones or anything yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. They're fun, but yeah. The, yeah. the collecting part of it is... <laughs> and then especially if somebody has like a rare card that's really powerful and you can't beat them, and you're like, oh, this is no fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... um. We had talked about before show. Uh, ten, there was a, I think Brett said he had a list of overlooked comic. Book oh yeah, movies. top top ten underrated comic book movies you need to see. So ah yes, yeah. okay. The first movie on the list, um, kind of a twofer. You have Hellboy and Hellboy Two: The Golden Army. Do you really think that those under qualify as underrated? I've seen. I know a lot of people have seen those ones. Yeah, I don't think so. They're both I mean, good. Are, are we going from bottom to top or top to bottom? Uh, I don't think they really have it in a like one to ten. They just have a, uh, a list. Yeah. Um, we're, we're talking overrated, right? Underrated. 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 Yeah. Yes. So underrated movies. Seen you these movies. See. Over underrated but overlooked. Okay. Yes. Um. Well, nah. Hellboy. I don't consider it underrated. Hellboy two. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Hellboy Two was as popular as they were hoping it would be. Yeah. As successful. I, I, that's why they're struggling getting Hellboy Three. Yeah. Right. So I keep forgetting that's Ron Perlman after a while. Uh, started watching uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Right over that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the next. The, uh, uh, Superman Two. I don't. Know, I can't believe that one. I think that's one of my. I don't. Yeah. Favorites. I don't think that's underrated. No. Uh. Uh-uh. That's probably like one of the most popular Superman movies. Especially if right. you consider the Richard Donner uh, edition on the DVD. Yeah. So. And also, isn't that when the, uh, that's when the um, Zod and everybody comes, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that now, was awesome. I want to say, didn't they pretty much do the f- two films back-to-back when they made them? Uh, I'm not sure, but you might be right. It says it's the original came out in 78. Okay. It doesn't say no. when Superman 2 came out. 1980. Uh, oh, yeah, 1980. So, two years. Yeah. So, pretty close to back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that one's underrated, really. Then he had evil, no, evil Superman. Everybody loves Superman, too. Yeah. They even had a nod to it in uh, Supergirl. Supergirl when she yeah. was bad and sitting at the bar and uh, using her heat vision on the in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. And the pee shot. Yeah. Yep. Uh, third one, uh, Rocketeer. I can I can say that because yes, I've never actually was, seen it. Oh, I love that was, Rocketeer. And that, yeah, that was a good movie. For they when it came actually, out in 91, yeah. it, it was underrated. Or, they just announced they're doing a sequel to it. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, it's going to be a female lead who, I'm only saying this because they've made a big deal about it. It's going to be a black female lead. It's like, who cares? Mm. Just say it's a female mm-hmm. lead. Just say it's a right. female lead. So Okay, uh, the next one is uh, American Splendor. came out in 
Um, it's an autobiographical series um, written uh, by a comic uh, cult uh, writer, Harvey P. Never heard of it. I've uh, heard of it. I've never seen it. I, same here. So I will say, yeah, uh, underrated. <laughs> I guess so. I've heard it was good, but... doesn't seem uh, very uh, splendorous, though. Um, marital breakups, cancer, neuroses that are at times almost crippling, bid, big heartbreaks, as well as everyday ones were stuff of Picard's work. <laughs> well, well, what's not so splendorous about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Next one, I've never heard of this one either. Uh, Persepolis. Yeah, I've never heard of this on one. On 2007. Looks like it's an animated movie. And apparently there was a sequel. <laughs> the Story of a Return. Um, yeah, we'll say underrated. Yeah. Next one, uh, Sin City. I don't know if that was underrated. Yeah, I don't uh, know if I'd call that one underrated. Uh, Sin City 2, maybe. Mm. I love Sin City. That was a great movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not underrated. Maybe underappreciated. Next, next one, one of my all-time favorites, uh, ah. Flash Flash. Gordon from the Come on, that's a classic. I love that movie. That movie is awesome. Just for the Queen soundtrack alone. That movie is so good in so many ways. Yes. Yes. I think that's one of the, aside from Star Wars, I think it's one of the one big memory movies I remember from when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I remember remember the cartoon. The the cartoon was so amazing. And then, oh, yeah. And the live action? Really? Okay. It was so so much fun, that movie. Yeah. I have the theme song going through my head right now yeah <laughs> i had the i wore out that tape i had the the tape of it uh flash and it's awesome ah. yeah. oh gosh savior yeah. of the universe dun, 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 dun. Flash i love uh, my favorite alive. part was um with the uh where the uh the hawk people and they had their really cool music during during that oh scene. yeah oh that was awesome yeah i love the whole wedding sequence the battle during the yeah. wedding secrets oh yeah right. so uh, um so next good one. Tink girl. Uh, I see, see I can see that as underrated. I didn't really I love it. it that much. I did. I thought it was awesome. It was all right. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, next one, uh, blue is the warmest color. Yeah, uh, me either. Yeah. Uh, based on a graphic novel by French illustrator and writer Julie Murrow. Hmm. Well, that's the problem right there. Yeah. Next one is uh, Danger Diabolic from 1968. I've never heard of that either. I think that's the uh, last one. Okay, so before my time. So, which ones would you add to the list of underrated comic book movies? Hmm. Wow. That's a tough call. (laughs) Nothing's coming to mind right now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Do you think the uh, first, uh, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie was underrated? No. Mm. no. I think it made quite a bit at the the theaters. I thought it did well. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't underrated. I was going to say Blade, but I don't think that was underrated. The Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. I don't think that was underrated. That was overrated. Yeah, that one was way overrated. (laughs) See, I don't know, man. I like those movies. I like Garfield. Chick flicks. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like uh, Electro's origin story was really lame. Mm. (laughs) Everything about Electro is really lame. Yeah. But it wasn't worse than uh, the original uh, Spider-Man 3. Um... Peter Parker. To me, I would say Howard the Duck's underrated. Mm. I mean, for what it was, when it was, it, it, you know, people looking at it now, it would be considered underrated. You know, it was, it was a solid film back in 1986. I think there are some um, comic book movies that don't get enough credit for being based on comic books. I'll say another one that's underrated is The Spirit. Yeah, see, yeah, I kind of liked the spirit. I thought it was good. Phantoms underrated. I didn't Billy. see the Phantom. Uh, the Wait, which one was with uh, Billy? Bill- which one was with Billy Zane? The Phantom. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah, it's I didn't uh, Rosario Dawson. It's no. underrated. Yes, <laughs> the Shadow was underrated. That was uh, Alec Baldwin. Mm. Um, yes, they were radio shows, but they were also comic books. Oh, and comic strips. Oh, what's another one then? Underrated. Overrated, mm. we could definitely hit. Superman Returns. Any, yeah, of the Christopher, yeah. any of the Christopher Nolan Batmans, especially the last one. I don't, I agree with the last one, but not the other two. I love the other two. Mm. Especially maybe, the, maybe the, the first second one. one. Maybe the first one could be considered underrated. Because the second one, just, you know, Batman... Batman Returns, a little underrated, but... Batman Returns, that was the Tim Burton one. Okay, uh, Batman Begins, I'm sorry. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, Batman Returns, a little underrated for the second film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Overrated, Batman Forever, as much as I love that one because of Riddler and uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah. Just can't get over the nipples. <laughs> I can't. The nipples is the least of the problems with that movie. <laughs> and the horrible yeah. uh, actor that played uh, Dick, Dick Grayson. I remember I remember the exact moment where I knew that I hated that movie, and it was when they popped out the bat ice skates. What? <laughs> yeah. Thank God I don't remember that. And Batman and Robin. Oh, but yeah. At that moment. And that was like in the first five minutes of the movie. Oh. It's, the, it's the bat ice skates, but when you see him skating around, it's rollerblades. Yeah. That was the moment where I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. What, what was your issue with uh, O'Donnell as, as Robin? I don't know. I think it was more the the writing. Uh, it's kind of over the top. And, oh, Schumacher, yeah. He's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Uh, play uh, Batgirl was a pretty bad choice, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to think what oh, else comic book class has been out. Isn't an underrated one that that I kind of like. Uh, Road to Perdition. It came out in two thousand and two. So I, uh, st- I keep forgetting that was a comic book movie. Everybody does. Most people don't realize that was a comic book movie. And I guess it was like very, very close to the to the comic book. That was that was a good movie. Yeah, so many have been made. It's like to me, the other one kind of underrated but overrated at the same time was Steel. Cause oh it, yeah, because it yeah it had the character and what he becomes, but doesn't tie in with the fact that Steel was created to become help fill in for Superman. Right. They just gave him mm-hmm. his own char- his own hero. Is he still around? Yeah, Shaq's still around. Yeah. No, <laughs> I know Shaq. I know. Shaq. Jack is. I mean, Steel. Yeah, he's still in the comics. He was in the new 52. So. Yeah, was, uh, I can't think of anymore. Man of Steel, overrated? Underrated. Over, overrated. Okay. I don't know, actually. It was pretty, uh, it, everybody pretty much hates it, so. Yeah. Well, it was, but it was overrated, I think. Yeah, yeah. They did pretty decent in the theaters, if I remember. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, if that's. Oh, Mystery Men. Yes. Underrated. I love that the movie. Extreme. Is that the one with the guy with the bowling, bowling ball? Yes. Yeah. I yeah, love that movie. It was actually, uh, oh, what's her name? In Garofalo? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely underrated. Awesome movie. Yeah. Awesome movie. Good call. Was Clerks, was Clerks a movie before it was a comic or after? Yes. Yeah, it was, it was a movie first. Okay, that's... Um, I don't, I don't know if there's anything else we could go with. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything. I'm sure there are, but I can't think of one. <laughs> Probably a lot of obscure ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, quite positive, so... Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Alrighty. What do you guys think? I think so. I think we covered a good good amount of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, well, remember the contest. Uh, find the questions on our Facebook page. Uh, hopefully the server stuff will be taken care of soon. God, I hope so. Um, until next time. Want to know more? <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.